You literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. It literally is killing people. And my, the people, we the people, are waking up. And we know what citizen's arrest is. Because citizen's arrests are already happening, okay? And every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. And you, doctor, are going to be arrested for crimes against humanity. Every single one of you. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you listen to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, you getting ready for the uh, the big road trip? I am. You and Jizzy Jake. That's right. I can't believe you're doing this. A man I've never met before. I know you have never. This is a sick and wrong first. Yeah. We like, I you know I rarely meet up with fans. If they come to my city and they want to go meet for a drink at Jumbo's, sure. I spend a couple hours and I leave. You you do recall? Remember the Scottish guy? Remember the Scottish oh, yeah. guy and how drunk he got and how you had to like take care of him? Look, man, I gave him the GFE. <laughs> you know, I gave him the full package. You know, oh, that was I, prevent- a- <laughs> I saved his life like twice. Right? I and just I remember said, I was yeah. like, I got to go. Good yeah. luck. And I just yeah. left. Yeah. There's been several times where I've been like, I got to go, Harrison. Good luck. Like that, mm. that maniac in North Hollywood. Oh um, that yeah, guy, yeah. but yeah. Jizzy Jake is a whole other. That's a whole other thing, right there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a whole other taxonomy of weirdo. You know, this is going to be amazing. Um, yeah. I, I picture it's kind of like I don't know. I was thinking like Rotundo and Loathing. I don't know what what to really call it. Cannonball Run. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Cannonball Run. You guys are going cross country, but I guess you're not really racing anyone. Is that the one? What's the one with like Dom DeLuise? And that's like, Cannonball Run. Okay, but then there's also Smokey and the Bandit. But that's a completely different. What's thing. the one where it's like it's like a contest and it's like all these different weirdos and cars. Cannonball Run? Really? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was like. Okay. Maybe. No, that's the Cannonball Run. Like Sammy okay. Davis Jr. is in it, and Roger Moore. Remember, he was he was like doing driving the James Bond car. Okay. And then uh, I don't know. Dom DeLuise was like Captain. So Captain Chaos or something, I forget. Mm. Um, but yeah, then there's Smokey and the Bandit, but that's the Bandit driving like a. That was a different thing. He was like escorting a, a truck full of beer across country. I think she you guys are like more weird, like, weird, wild race or something. <laughs> what is that? I don't even I don't know, know that one. I don't know. It's, it's called something like that. It's like repeats the word twice in the time. Whatever. Fuck I think it. this actually, if you think. If if this I had is, to we're gonna liken, be more like wacky races, I, I think I this is more this like, like, I think this is more like Thelma and Louise. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> just, you think I'm gonna have sex with Brad Pitt? <laughs> There's a good chance you might yeah. have sex with Brad Pitt on the way, picking up some some random hitchhiker. It's gonna be more know? like wa- wacky races, I imagine. <laughs> what Remember is wacky, wacky races? races? Wacky races was a Hanna Barbera cartoon about. Um, there's like a race every time, and it, it's. Um, uh, Dick Dastardly and Muttley, you know, his dog that goes, he, 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 he. I can't even do an impression of the dog. He laughs like, 
I don't even know if I've seen. They, they and then, and then, and then, and then there's like uh, Penelope pit stop, and she's in a car. And then there's like <sighs> monsters, and they all have a car. They, they each, there's like a mummy. Wait a second, a this is sounding from. I think I had the toys. Yeah, you definitely had. I probably had did. Toys. Yeah, yeah, this is like late seventies, early eighties, right? Uh, yes. It was, I think it was, yeah, it was like a 70s thing, but they aired it in the 80s, too, you know? Hmm. So. Yeah, I guess it Hanna is kind of, but. Thing. And then they so, have other Hanna-Barbera characters, I think, in the. So when is the last the time? the first thing where they're like, now they do that for everything. Now they're like, like let's have a racing game for all these characters together, and we'll each give them a car. And that was the first time it was ever done. It was pioneering, you know? Well, when's the last time you've done, like, a full road trip like this? Um, I've never gone across the country. Oh, you've never done a, you've never driven across the country? No. Cause when I moved out here, I, I calculated it and it was like, it actually was really expensive to do that. So I just kind of flew out, flew out with nothing. You know? I've, I've done it twice. Um, and the, what's cool about driving out here is you can go the Northern route where you go through like Mount Rushmore and like South Dakota and all that shit. Or you can go the middle route, which is the most boring through Nebraska but it's the fastest or you can go the southern route which you go through like texas and like nevada and arizona and shit i've never done that i've only done the northern and the uh the nebraska route but it's a long time to be in a fucking car with someone you've never met sure yeah i mean i don't <laughs> i'm very interested to see what's going to happen and i i implore you to use that gopro the whole time and then we'll make oh, yeah. a we'll make a documentary out of this yes Yep. This is great. This is like mm. this is like akin to Kerouac or something. Are you going to be right. keeping a journal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I think so that's what the GoPro by this. is. You know, that's what the GoPro is. Man. I, mean, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. 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 So. I'm I'm planning to uh, give you guys a call while you're on the roads, just so we mm. can like air it on the show next week. Because I'm probably gonna have to get a sub for next week. Definitely, because you, yeah. you're not going to be around, so I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna try to get reach out to like maybe Wackerly and Steel or something. But yeah. the chances of of Wackerly doing it slim to none. But I'm probably during the week, midweek, maybe when you're in like Texas, I'll give you. A I call imagine on the I'll road. be, yeah, sure. But I, I also imagine like I'll be back by Sunday, but I might not just. I might. I, I have no. I don't know what shape I'll be in. So. Yeah. Oh God! I don't, do you really think you're going to want to talk to people? No, especially no. me. No, I doubt it. No. Nope. God, after that, I just want to like yeah. isolate for a long time. Yeah. You know, the pee, to maybe get in the shower, take a really long shower. One of those like yes. rape showers around the ground, kind of coiled up, yeah. you know, yeah. fetal position. <laughs> God, this is amazing. You're going, you're flying across country. You're flying to Florida. Yeah. To meet up with a maniac who you've That's never right. met. Yes. And then what kind of car are you going to get in that weird bus? You know, when you, when you say it like this, it makes it sound crazy. <laughs> like it, up to now, it's just like I at the time because I was like I, at the time I had nothing better going on. And I was like I kind of need to get out of L.A. and I don't want to go see my parents because I don't want to get them sick or whatever. And I was like, well, I'm not trying to dissuade you, but mm. yes, it is rather I don't know insane. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I, it's a sick and wrong first, and I and I'm very very interested in seeing the the footage of the yes. uh, from the GoPro. So are you guys going to be like driving in his bus? He sold his bus. So what kind of car do you have to drive out know. here? I don't know. 
Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It's what pretty, saying. pretty. I hope it's a convertible. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I hope it's a convertible filled with like just a cooler filled with drugs. Yeah. Like driving through backcountry. This is gonna be amazing. Yeah, we don't want to get like fucking blown off the road by some hillbilly with a shotgun like at the end of <laughs> fucking easy rider you know like, yeah I don't, who knows and be, yeah. are you guys going to be like staying in hotels or taking your time to go through it like just are, are you like taking racing the out time here? uh take it some time but not too much time because i don't have you know i gotta get back to work so i mean do you get on like atlas obscura and find out like roadside attractions i'm so gonna do that Oh, yeah. this is going to be amazing. Mm. All right. Well, you're definitely... I mean, right when I go there, we're going to go see the... Um, uh, right in Fort Myers, they have... Uh, what is it called? The um, Koreshans. Was that like people who still uh, worship David Koresh? No, they're from the 19th century. They were oh. a weird cult who believed in the hollow earth. Oh. And like immortality and shit. Yeah. No wonder they're in Florida. Yes, that's right. Doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in Florida. Right outside of Fort Myers. Oh, right outside of Fort Myers. Their compound is now a national park. Is it? Was, does Jizzy Jake live in Fort Myers right now? I don't. I don't. I, I don't know the ins and outs. D. You know. Is so? Is he driving out here and just going to be living with you? No, he's not living with me. Does he have a place? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have a place when I moved out here. I got an Airbnb and then I looked for. I just place found something. I, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, we'll have you to can't see what... get a place before you move out here. That's kind of retarded. You know? Nah, it's difficult, but sometimes yeah. like you'll stay with a friend or right. something. You know, um, I'm looking. Forward... I would let him stay here, but my <laughs> building is looking for any excuse to kick me out, and he's the best excuse I've ever seen. Oh my god! Just when they so, meet him, yeah. <clears throat> I am looking forward to uh, going out drinking with Jizzy Jake, though. Yes. So that's that's going to be kind of cool. Mm. Um, so are you guys going to be driving during the 4th of July? Like, or do you think you're going to be stopping somewhere to go light off some fireworks, some if black I'm not, snakes? If I'm not back by the 4th of July, I'm going to have to hop on a fucking plane, I think, you know? Oh, cause you have to go to work the day yeah. when on the yeah. 6th. Yes. So, well, at least, uh, well, 4th of July is on a Saturday this year. Yeah. It's going to be a weird one though, because it's, you know, or people aren't supposed to gather. Or people are gonna have like mask parties. I don't know. I'm I'm sure people are just like fuck it. I don't even care. I'm American. Yeah. You know, we're gonna eat hamburgers and hot dogs. Can't wear a mask when you do that. You know. I mean, like I'm not. I don't want wear. If they could come up with a mask that would allow me to smoke, then I'll, I'm all for it. But until that day, I'm just not. Not. Yeah, I not think the masks are supposed and to I, protect your lungs. And I'm not on. Uh, you know. I'm not on that trip of like, you know. Oh man! By the way, Palm, did you see the thing of the Palm Beach, uh, like, county commissioners meeting or whatever? What's that? No, just like happened? random meet people show up for a county meeting and just like are like have all these crazy theories about, they, like they they made masks mandatory and all these people came to argue <laughs> against it. And it's hilarious. Oh wait, I, you know I did see that. I did see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw the. Well, I was reading about it. I didn't actually listen to it. Mm. But you know, right now, I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of gets into the uh, intro. It's a good segue there, Harrison. Very subtle. Wasn't over the top. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't beat yeah. me in the head with it. That was good. I, I could I could learn from that. Very subtle. Um, that but that that kind of gets into this topic I wanted to bring up. 
There's a slew of conspiracy theories right now about illegal fireworks. Yeah. And I think the current climate, like politically and economically and just with the pandemic, makes, you know, the uh, dissemination of fake news and conspiracies, it's, it's rife. It, the, the time is ripe right now to do that. And I think yes. people are just very susceptible to buying into anything that people are telling them. Even more so than it was, you know, two years ago with Trump and the fake news. It's like now, it's so unbelievable the time that we're living in right now. Yes. That I think people are just ready to to just try to latch onto anything to make sense of it all. You know, you know, someone showed me a meme that I thought was kind of funny. It was a picture of a girl wearing a mask mm-hmm. with her big phone taking a picture of like a cupcake. And it was like, if you showed this to somebody in like 1988, <laughs> yeah, how would you explain that? Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't even know because it's, things are so fucking weird now. Yes. You know, and then, then top, top, you know, top that off, we got fucking orange faced dumbass as president making things even weirder. But it's also the, weird how the police now look like the police from Watchmen. Oh, from Watchmen. Yeah, they're all yeah. wearing masks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you got people, you know, f- trying to fight other people for making them wear a mask for their own health and the health of others. They want to, like, you know, attack them because they feel I like thought it was for only the health of others. Well, it's the health that the mask doesn't actually protect you in any way. Yeah, I guess it's the health of others, but it, I think it does. I think it uh, sort of like Sounds depending like, on the mask you have, like an N95 would. You're sounding dangerously like a pro mask person. <laughs> I don't really give a shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a pro death person. I hope everybody dies. Don't wear your yeah, mask. I'm not, have I'm rallies. Not, I'm neither. I'm neither. I don't really give a shit. Although I do find the mask annoying. Um, although I've been getting into ordering cool ones, you know, like yeah. fashionable, fashionable masks. Yeah, I mean, I have adult masks. So I don't yeah, know. yeah, it's kind of like I have a Motorhead one I like. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool. But anyway, this new thing that's going around is people are being boom-pilled. You heard this? It's a new thing. Boom-pilled? Boom-pilled. That's what's, that's what's no, happening. I don't know what that means. I don't know. What is you're being boom-pilled into believing that the fireworks... They're going around all over the country right now are part of a government operation. Oh, the fireworks. Yeah, okay. So I didn't really notice this, but I guess it is happening in L.A., but it's happening across the country, that there's just this onslaught of fireworks that's just rattling people and obviously terrifying pets, particularly bad in New York City, where uh, they said that there have been 6,385 firework complaints between June 1st to June 19th. That's 236 times the amount of calls made in June 2019. So same time last year. And it's, you know, it's, so it's not just the number of complaints, but it's the type of fireworks that people are freaking out about. It's not just like, you know, M- M80s or whatever, or just like little bottle rockets. These are like, commercial grade performance fireworks like the kind that like you know explode in the sky and the the, the, the shit that you pay to pay for when you go to a fireworks you know fest performance i'm or hearing something. they're they're more frequent in poorer neighborhood neighborhoods well that's what, what that's what they're saying mm. that that's you've been i haven't pill. honestly been i hear them every now and then like every few not but i feel like every summer i hear random fireworks like you know, 
So. I'll bet you dollars to donuts you're going to hear one in about 10 minutes because they've been going off all night in shitty K-Town where I live. Huh. But that's kind of how it is in L.A., though. Um, yeah. I think a lot of Mexican neighborhoods, I don't know if you've ever done a Highland Park on, on, uh, on 4th of July, but it's fucking crazy. It's like you'll see how like, Mexican really is Highland Park nowadays. Well, yeah. I haven't. You know, I mean, now it's on. now it's not as Mexican. But I remember like, I don't know, five years ago, my friend had a party over there and I was just stunned at the amount of like the the amount of fireworks that they had. And there were like six year old kids just sitting there just lighting off fucking Roman candles and shit. Um, but it, but anyway, what's happening now, and this is all over, it's been, been reported in Boston, New Haven, Connecticut, San Francisco Bay Area, L.A., New York City. Um, they've been saying that there's just been these, these, uh, this, these massive fireworks that are going off at all hours of the night. I'm talking like two in the morning. There'll be like a huge like fireworks um, you know, performance going on. And so there's people are trying to explain what's happening, and there's like experts are saying, well, you know, it's caused by the restlessness of the pandemic. Everyone's bored, and then all, there's always a spike in advance, you know, the Fourth of July, mm. and uh, and people have already said this is like a banner year for sales there, um, but also you know people are reporting that fireworks laws have become a bit more lax in the U.S. than they used to be. I think in California they're technically still illegal. Michigan, it they was are, illegal. They are illegal. They are illegal here, right? Yeah. And Michigan, Michigan they're was. legal, right? No, Michigan was illegal. But you could go to Ohio or... No, not Ohio. Indiana. You can go to Indiana and buy whatever you want. I mean, you could buy, like, yeah, the huge, like in New England, it was ones. like New Hampshire. You go to New Hampshire to buy them. Well, we could go to Nevada and buy mortars and shit. But you can't bring them back here. But yeah, they're saying, yeah, right here, fireworks retailer based in New Hampshire said that sales are up 32% from last year. Did you see that video in New York of like these like teenagers that threw a, some kind of firework at like a homeless guy who was sleeping? That's terrible. It's like pretty bum brutal. fights. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. That's terrible. The um, scream, the scream is, is what gets you. Ugh. Especially, yeah. imagine being wake, woken up yeah. to that. You know, it's terrible. Uh, they're saying that in uh, New York, there were some firefighters at a Brooklyn station setting it off, and people were mm. saying, like, I read on Reddit that uh, these little these kids um, in New York City were uh, lighting off all these fireworks, like these big, huge, massive fireworks, mortars and shit. And uh, a reporter asked them, like, where'd you get these fireworks? They're like, oh, a guy in this like white van pulled up and gave them to us. Mm. It's like. God, that's interesting. And I heard cops. I, I, heard, I didn't hear firefighters. I heard cops. There's a video of firefighters. Yeah. There's also a video of uh, NYPD officers right. yeah. lighting off these massive fireworks at like 1 a.m. in a residential neighborhood. Yep. So this has given birth to a lot of different theories. Mm. So one of the theories, this is, uh, there's a, an Instagram account using the hashtag fireworktruth. It's collecting a lot of the theories and speculation about the source of the fireworks. And they're saying it's a government psyops program that's meant to destabilize the communities of color and target the Black Lives Matter movement. So, Harrison, what is your theory here? You seem to have a theory that it might be the police unions or the, 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 or the some, somehow like the NYPD is involved. Like, what, what is your theory on this? I wasn't sure. I'd heard a lot of, you know, random accounts of like, you know, 
guys who are essentially like jamokes, jabronis, like NYPD jabronis. cops, essentially showing up in the hood with like unmarked Crown Vicks full of fucking expensive fireworks. Well, I haven't like heard loud and expensive fireworks. Well, I haven't right? heard the Crown Vicks. What what I've seen mm -hmm. is that there's people pulling up in like white vans and mm -hmm. and like black unmarked cars giving out. So I mean, it could be. Here's I mean, one of the accounts. Um, happened to be sitting at a bench outside of Billy's Bakery on 9th when I saw a guy get out of a car, light the firework, and quickly walk across 21st to lean in the window of a van to talk with another guy. Uh, skip ahead. This is long. Um, the guy appeared to gray hair, average height, husky. Um, Sounds like a cop. Yeah. Like, wait. Where is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Italian what does he say yeah like Italian but um I did see that both the license plates were NY license plates but couldn't make out any other details read the plate numbers both the car and the van seemed to be older models than the ones you see on the street was it a was um, it a mob uh no they're no they're uh you know cops like Ooh. Italian like hey what are you doing over because that's how fucking cops talk in, a, in 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 New York you know a lot of them um, like basically the, the vehicles are the, what they tend to use in Brooklyn for undercover cop vehicles. These are like the five O cop vehicles. Yeah. And I was listening to the, you know, some radio in New York and people were calling in and being like, yeah, I so said they were just giving them out and they were like expensive, like $50 fireworks. Yeah, so and then I saw a the news big, report. The borders and shit. I saw like a news report ones. where they talked to, yeah, some of the shops in Pennsylvania and there's like. Yeah, there's like a million jamokes coming down here, coming down, coming down here and buying, uh, you know, tons of fireworks. So wow. then I saw this video, right? It's the video and you sent me here. The video I sent you, Eric yeah. Adams. Yeah, who is this guy? Adams. What? Who is this guy? Okay, so he's the borough president of Brooklyn. Um, but he was before he got elected the borough president of Brooklyn. He was with the NYPD for 22 years. He was a senior brass. Looks like a um, cop. Yeah, and he only left to do the... So he's like in like Flynn with the cops. He's still with the cops. And this this video, it's like a ransom note. It's like a while you guys are still... You, good luck, guys, never sleeping while you figure out, you know, what the community response team is going to be called, you know, while you figure out the new system of social so, workers and police and whatever to, to go handle all these kids with fireworks that you're too afraid to go deal with. Well, that is one of the boom pill theories. Like cops are trying to prove their self-worth. Like there's like, you think you can defund us? Well, now, now what happens when you actually need us? One thing you, yeah, exactly. And one thing you won't see or you won't hear in this video is at the end, he's got this shit eating grin. Because the right, guy, me, the, the news anchor just doesn't get it. Yeah, yeah. All right. What we call for by using 311 correctly, I think Turn that up. we need to create community-based response teams. We don't want police responding to incidents that are non-criminal in nature, violent crimes in particular. This right, is but President, I do want, I'm going to cut you. Wait, he's saying that they don't want to call 911, and he's saying to call 311? Yeah, because he's what saying is it's crimes that are non-criminal in nature. 311 is like there's a fucking dead raccoon in the street. Is that is that national? Like can I call 311 right now? No, it's a New York thing. Oh, it's a New York thing. All right. Yeah.
show off for a second because you're looking at the video right now on the screen, right? There's those fireworks are being shot off yes. around people's homes. So how do you get that? How do you react to that quickly to make sure the people around those fireworks and in those houses and apartment buildings are safe? Because we saw in Yon well, it, that's in Yonkers, there are some homes that were actually burned down. Oh yeah, right. They got burned down. Yep. Wow. Yonkers, people lost their homes because of fires that were happening because of these fireworks. We need to be proactive, Dan. Dan, you watch what happened in this city for the last uh, two weeks, marching in the street. People like stated they don't want heavy-handed yeah. policing. So I say, to, I say to the city, if that's what you're saying, then now it's time for adults once again to get out of their homes and now play the role of parents and adults. I don't get it. What does he want them to do? Like go confront the teens that are lighting off these fireworks? Yeah, he doesn't actually want them to do that because he knows nobody wants to do that. This well, nobody is the would do note. that. Yeah, no. This is, you're not. If you're an old man who can't sleep, you're not going to go out and like be like, "Hey, you young hood rats, quit." But, you know, didn't didn't you? Were you saying that they wouldn't be lighting this off in like the neighborhoods that where the protesters would live? I don't with it's because it's not about the protesters. It's it's basically about everybody has agreed not just protesters like at corporations that police that uh the you know police well, the defund be, police movement yeah defunded you know. or reorganized or they need to have you know be held accountable and the police they don't want to be held accountable they're they're like if i can't you know how can I possibly do my job if I'm going to be prosecuted for killing a guy for no reason? Well, I mean, this you know? is one of the boom, the prevailing boom pill theories. Yeah, it's one uh, once I heard this guy, I was like, holy fuck. We can't send out mixed messages. Yeah. If it's wrong for police to encounter people for doing nuisance types crime, it is now. To What's his who, who does he sound like? A guy who's like talking to you like you're a baby no he sounds like a he sounds no. like tracy morgan let's do <laughs> okay, his voice kinda does. let's do yeah. his voice build out an infrastructure yeah, in our communities where the adults must now retake control <laughs> of their communities people may not like that tracy morgan must be from the same area that this guy's from because the adults sound... must take control of their communities. so he's basically saying like you're on your own we're not going to help you because you got you made us feel bad you made us feel bad for killing people, so now yeah, you but, can... I mean, aren't people saying that that's, you know, there, there needs to be a community response team? Isn't that what the, the big thing of the Well, that's what people movement? are saying, but let's see how long that lasts out when people can't sleep because teenagers are running around everywhere with expensive fireworks. Well, in You know, while they're, while they're figuring out, like, what, you know, how many rainbow pins to put on the beret of the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you know, community response team, well, uh, people are going to be going crazy from lack of sleep. Yeah, but in a uh, you know, place like uh, New Jersey, there's a town that they actually do have a community response team. I forget the name of it. But San Francisco, you mm -hmm. can't call 911 for any nonviolent crime now. The they thing is, that is that law. fireworks are violent and they're illegal and they are something you can absolutely call the police on. He, This is just him being subtle. Uh, well, that's what I don't understand. I mean, they ranch. are illegal in New York City. Yeah. Especially, like, these. we're not talking about sparklers here or snakes or whatever. We're talking about, like, fucking actual mortars. Like, the, the big real problem, fireworks. 
It, I mean, it's it's a problem in every city, but especially in New York, it's always been kind of a push and pull between cops dealing with regular crime and cops dealing with quality of life crime, which is the stuff Giuliani cracked down on, which is the stuff that, you know, really where people just crack, where the cops just crack down on poor neighborhoods, on black neighborhoods. They ruined like Times Square. So that's what he's saying. He's like, oh, you don't want us to, you know heavy-handed policing you don't want us to do that so why don't you do it why don't you go and deal with these firework kids you know what they need is a vigilante a caped crusader if you will i didn't even think of that who could take these people yeah. on that's right eric adams right. is saying Harvard, this but the reality is this is what we talk about when we say redefining what policing right. is like in our city and that's what i'm calling for to have organizations like Cure violence to be part of the Cure response violence. team, and let's do it in the yeah. daytime before evening time. Understood. I think you know patience is a virtue here. There's going to be a learning curve for all of this, right? Um, Look at that smile is. on that Burrow motherfucker's President Eric face. Adams, always appreciate Look at that the time. Shitty grin on that son of a bitch's face. Liz Lemon, you got to yeah. get those fireworks. <laughs> For joining yeah, us, look at him. we didn't have time to talk about phase two, but and that guy a lot just of businesses reopening in Brooklyn. Go that's support it, the local it, businesses it. in. Not, I don't know. It. I think you might have been boom pilled. That's what, that's what's happened here. <laughs> Let, let's hear from the <laughs> listeners. See what they think. Watch the video. Look up Eric Adams fireworks. Okay. I if, mean, if it, like, it makes sense. I don't understand why people don't. But it's happening this, but. across the city. But I mean, it's it's classic. It's a classic psyops operation. You know. Keeping well, the people thing is, it's, it's psyops, but it's like this is why we're like, oh, it's kind of like psyops, but it's really dumb. Oh, it's, it's because it was it was cooked up by the NYPD and then sort of um, distributed to other police departments across the country. Well, that's why it sounds like a sitcom plot because it's dumb. No, I mean it's, it's utterly. But acid. it could it's like work. Brooklyn Nine One One or something. But yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, why? <laughs> I mean. Why would they want to like take the risk of being found out for doing something like this? I mean, if it was because like, how are you going to prove it? Like, how are you going to prove it was them? Well, I mean, there's you know? there's video of like you know people in these like unmarked cars getting passing out fireworks to hood rats and Which like the cops lighting off uh, or the firefighters and there's videos of cops lighting off fireworks. That doesn't prove anything, and it's like. It's like, oh, those look like cops. You know, all the reports are like guys who seemed like cops, but it's like you can't really prove it. And even if you could, it's like, oh, there, there's video of, of somebody buying fireworks in Pennsylvania where it's totally legal. There's video of a guy in a face mask. I don't know why I just did that like Al Pacino. With in a, a, face a mask. guy in a face mask <laughs> handed out fireworks to kids. Uh, yeah, because it's like how this is the, the greatest time if you want to commit a crime just because of the whole face mask thing. It's like, good luck proving that shit. Well, yeah. How are they going to prove one. it? They, he, that's why he could deliver his little fucking supervillain shitty, you know, subtle ransom note. Right. Well, I, I'm just wondering if they're going to continue this operation, you know, three months from now. Like, are they going to be I, doing I, this in September? You know, because I don't see the defund the police I'm, movement. I got to tell you, when I saw that video, away. I was like, oh, my God, it's a conspiracy. It's a stupid com conspiracy. No, it's, it's it senseless. Doesn't, it doesn't go all the way to the top. It goes all the way to like just below the middle. Um, 
you know, but it's nonetheless, it is a conspiracy. Well, maybe we'll hear from our New York listeners about that. Mm. I think you've been boom pilled. Yeah. You know, people are trying to find an explanation of what's going on, but they think it's a coordinated attack on black and brown communities by government forces mm-hmm. meant to disorient and confuse people that live in these neighborhoods. Mm. I don't know. I mean, are they? Um, they said that, that the theory, the prevailing theory is that police or other government agencies, maybe the FBI, maybe the CIA, are setting off these fireworks at odd hours or providing them in mass quantities to young people to frighten locals into calling the police, providing justification for a crackdown. So, wow, they've really they've really fallen off. They're boom pills. <laughs> the FBI and the CIA, they're like, maybe maybe if we set off fireworks, they'll call the police and then something will happen. You know, you know they used was- to like be like, hey, let's 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 uh, let's push crack cocaine into this neighborhood <laughs> you know and guns and let's see what happens you know now they're just like you know what what are they fucking kids from uh happy days now i had you a know? friend who uh actually he was a state cop and they went into the fbi and i remember asking i saw him one time this was like years ago i went to high school with this guy and i saw him and i was just like oh my god this is great like you like clarice starling like trying to go get serial killers and all that and he's like No, I just audit people, Mm. you know, who are trying to, like, embezzle money. Yep. And I was like, wow. So if I was an FBI guy and I had the choice of either auditing people or lighting off Roman candles in poor people's neighborhoods, I'd be stoked to do that. I guess so. You know? uh, You know, it seems to be one of those things that has, you know, the number two part of the plan is question marks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so is it understandable, though, that people might think there's something, you know, a nefarious plot going on, given the emergence of fireworks displays around the same time there's protests against police killings and racial injustice? You might recall that guy we interviewed. Remember the guy who wrote the Project Camellia book? Oh, gang stalking guy. Gang stalking. Gang stalking. I mean, this is kind of similar. This is exactly what they did to that dude his friend the meth head who may or may not have been imagining it all um yeah i mean it's like psyops keep him up they have lights in his window all the time they have dwarves in invisibility suits you know running around (laughs) uh you might recall that yeah so and and, well that's the thing i mean you think of psyops you think of like uh cointel pro like counterintelligence programs that the fbi you know had been doing you know, it's it's not I mean, it seems insane to think that like this tyrannical government's here plotting against US citizens. But it's happened. It doesn't seem insane that they're doing it to me. It seems insane that they're doing it with they're fireworks. Doing it that badly. Yeah. <laughs> they're like so stupid. Yeah, but it's look who's like, running what? look who's like, running what? the show right now. I guess so. You know? I, I could see Trump or uh mm-hmm. you know, Steve Mnuchin or or bar being like i think the only way we're going to get them to trust the police is just keep lighting off fireworks all night it would be really sad if if you know as much as i disapprove of a lot of our nation's counterintelligence tactics in the the past and such um it would be sad if basically you know strategically now they're at the same level as dennis the menace right (laughs) it's not impressive that impresses no one yeah, but I mean, if, think about it. We're in the 
in the, the throes of an idiocracy. I mean, it, it seems like it's yeah. just, you know, the most obvious thing will work. And right. I, I don't know. But also, I, I don't think it does. I don't think you need to do much to cause mass hysteria in no. this current climate. Nope. You know? And so I don't even know how deeply you need to infiltrate or to, to you know, infiltrate these groups or movements. You know, I think back in the day in the 70s, you know, when they're like the Black Panthers were around, you know, you, you'd put in like operatives that would go in and infiltrate mm-hmm. the group and it would be these like five-year-long operations, you know, to bust up the mafia and then you'd turn them against each other and things like that. Now it's just like, ah, oh, we're going to go light off some like, M80s in a poor person's neighborhood. You know, it's because it's, I don't know if they're lazy or if they're just dumb, you know, or if it just doesn't take much anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone's all worked up. But yeah, PSYOPs, you know, is a, uh, you know, it's it's psychological, PSYOPs is a psychological operation. In fact, Green Berets are still trained. This is like a, you know, this is like a training program in the army that they, they do. And it's it's used to influence, reinforce, demoralize an opponent uh, to secure the originator's objective. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the U.S. government's been doing this to foreign governments, groups, organizations, and individuals to influence their emotions, motives, behavior. And they've been doing this for decades. I mean, centuries, actually. I mean, they've said that uh, the first, you know, example of PSYOPs, like, goes back to, like, you know, the the the, the Greeks, you know, we're using it. So who knows? But anyway, I mean, uh, you know, they've said that uh, like in Vietnam, people, they're using PSYOPs with like propaganda, World War II. Uh, we're, we're talking about Lord Ha Ha. Right. You know, I mean, that that's kind of, you could say propaganda is kind of a extent of that. But then, in you know, as we went into like, you know, uh, like in Panama and in uh, the Persian Gulf, it kind of took a whole other level, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but science, the history of psychological, let's, let's play it. Let's play a game D. Um, so let's say they're trying to use these, uh, fireworks to disorient people. And it seems like they're just like, like in New York, they're just like, okay, there's a firework. I just heard one. Uh, they're just like, I don't know. Let's set them off, you know, uh, in Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. Why though? <laughs> like, what are they like? They're trying to disorient people, and then what? Well, I think what what I've read is that mm. what they're trying to do is that they're going to keep doing this, so people complain, and it will justify the police to come into these neighborhoods and and you know maintain order and crack down. But they're not even it's... we're not even really having protests anymore. <laughs> like, well, not, you know, I mean, this is barely happening. Now. They said the fireworks are starting like mid June. Okay. So during the height of the protests, however, it's still kind of going on. But I mean, this but like, is... what protests aren't enough of an excuse to have cops come in and maintain order? They were doing that. They had like fucking tanks and shit. Yeah, know? but they're they're kind of treading lightly because they can't. But if it's like you know, <laughs> if if ever if the citizens are like, it's insane out here, and I can't, you know, people are like keeping us up all night, and and it's causing civil unrest, and maybe the people would be more amenable to the cops coming in there and cracking skulls. When they were burning down a target, that was totally fine. But, but when, they, when they had those sparklers, oh, God. <laughs> I just had to call the military in. 
the cops yeah. running in with sparklers. It yeah. still just seems yeah, like a very it. spurious. Yeah, I'm not yeah. boom pilled either. It seems just like a really spurious way for them to come mm. in there, especially when I, I don't know. I've lived in cities pretty much my whole life, and it's you know it's that's what you do. That's what teens do. You get fireworks and you light them off at three in the morning. Yep, because that's the best time to do it. Right. Because if I was going to light off illegal fireworks, I'm not going to do it at six p.m. Yeah, I'm going to go out with friends and do it and, and then run like hell once they go off. That's right. Yeah, I mean, God, we used to do that all the time. But I don't know. In this, in this, in, in this era, like what we're in right now, people are hearing fireworks at 3 p.m. They think it's like a, or 3 a.m. They think it's like a government operation against them. Yes. You know, and that's the first thing that they think. Mm. Now there's almost like too much media. You know, so then, then we get to the point where it's like everything's fake news and the mainstream media is lying to you and the government's lying to you. So who do you believe? Do you believe people on like Twitter or Instagram? That's exactly right. You know, and I think that's kind of what's happening now. But I don't know. I, I think it would be great if like 20 years from now. culture. <laughs> they're doing saying. it. Yeah. <laughs> they're um, canceling our good night's sleep. Yeah. Mm. I I just wonder like 20 years from now if they're going to be like yeah the great fireworks operation to shut down the the protests against killing black people like if that ends up coming out and there's like a another shitty podcast with two I mean, dickheads I, talking about it I mean to be fair our good night's sleep did uh, date rape somebody in college so oh, yeah. I think it's fine and that's exactly what happened anyway people uh I don't know. You might get boom-pilled if you think about it. <laughs> think about it too much. I hate this pill bullshit. If I, could, <laughs> if I could go back in time and kill the Wachowski sisters back when they were the Wachowski brothers just so I don't have to hear this fucking bullshit again, I would do it. Yeah, so if they just, it'd be just, worth it. Well worth it. Or maybe if you could just be an editor and just edit out that scene completely. Yeah. So that no one would even know what was going on. But yeah, this uh, this that whole pill thing is just annoying. Oh, and I like pills. purple pill. Remember, remember the fucking the migdos or whatever the migtoes. Oh, they, they had the purple they got pill. There, there was like, oh, purple pill man, and the yeah, it's like fuck you, just fuck My you, God, pills. so many pills, you know. Yeah, whatever happened to like taking pills to have fun, you know. I have to take like six pills a day just in my daily life. I don't, I don't need these conceptual <laughs> pills on top of it. All right. Jesus the philosophical Christ. pills. We don't need this. We really don't. Anyway, uh, people, this is episode uh, 745 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have some news stories coming up next. We have some phone calls a little later in the show. Uh, but first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hey, guys, it's Steven again. Just calling from Evan through a miracle of cybernetic processes. Just to say, thanks for creating your Patreon page. I love to kick back and smoke a fat one with my boy Carl Sagan. While we listen to the extra phone calls and stories we get all the time. Anyway, talk soon. Love you. Bye. So the first story we have here, this is some major news, Harrison. And uh, you might be heartbroken to, to, and shocked when I reveal this headline. But uh, okay. adult film star Ron Jeremy has been charged with four counts of sexual assault. 
Oh my God, I'm so shocked. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that could ever, you know, that could be true? Yeah. Maybe we're being Ron Jeremy pilled. I don't know. I hope um, not. I don't that, that guy, guy that was like one of the worst interviews I've ever had to deal with. Oh, He's really? been on the show. Was it, were you, were you doing the show when he was on the show or is Wacker? No, thankfully. Oh yeah. God. He was the, he was the absolute worst person to deal with. Mm. Oh, he was the worst. I met him like, I've met him many times, you know, for He's a while around. Yeah. You know, for around. a while, he was the only celebrity I'd ever see, which I don't know. Maybe he says something about where I hang out, but he was like the only person I would ever, you know, celebrity I'd see. And plus I never recognize anyone, but it's not like you can't. Was you this because the only place you ever him. went was the fucking rainbow? Yeah. But you'd see him at all those, but rainbow Roxy, mm. all those bars. He was at, uh, it was the one that became the Star Wars bar. Loaded, you'd see him over there. You'd see him mm. at any rocker bar mm. in Hollywood. Uh, but definitely the Rainbow. The Rainbow is where you'd see him most often. And it was always the same deal with that guy. Like, he'd come in right around, like, maybe 12.45. And he doesn't drink, because I think, it, you know, he had so many heart attacks. And he would just like wait for people to freak out, be like, oh my God, Ron Jeremy, can I get a picture? And everyone wants to take a selfie, especially women. And you know, as a matter of fact, uh, Joe Kelly, friend of the show, um, one time we were at the Rainbow Room and he started like talking to some like really drunk blonde chick. And she was kind of an idiot, but she was hot. And Joe hadn't been late in a long time. He was like, I'm going to try to shag this girl. So, me and my girlfriend at the time just took off because we we're like, all right, good luck. And he ended up staying like at an after hours party at the rainbow till like four in the morning. And Ron Jeremy was there. And at one point he was like, just kind of hanging out and he, and he was just disgusted at how gross Ron Jeremy. I mean, Ron Jeremy isn't, he's an ogre. The guy's an ogre. I like saw the season like of the melting. surreal life that he was on. Uh, yeah. God. So. I mean, it's just, I mean, yeah, he's an, ogreish looking creature and so at one point um joe had been making out with the chick and he's trying to get her to leave and i guess he went upstairs to go to the bathroom when he came back down she was like full-on making out with ron jeremy mm. and he had his like hands on her tits and joe just kind of looked at it and looked looked at the door and was like i'm i'm leaving <laughs> but i bet you he probably could have double teamed her with ron jeremy which would have been a hell of a story that would have been a story. That would have been a story. At some point around, like, I think it was like five years ago or something, he started doing, like, stand-up. <laughs> so you'd see him at the comedy store. God, what was his stand-up? Like, like, Steve-O's? Like, yeah, I think it's just like he needs, like, I, I need some other kind of way to make money or whatever, you know? And apparently it was terrible, you know? God, and everybody in the, in the industry has stories about him. I remember Holly Stevens used to say that Ron Jeremy would show up at every single porn set just to eat free food from the buffet. Mm. Like he would just go hit like five of them, you know, and that's that's because he was so cheap. You know, apparently his uh, stand up, though, was better than the guy who shot Bin Laden. That guy is that, a stand up. Oh, yeah. I bet you I'll, I bet you Ron Jeremy's stand up's better than Chris D'Elia. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Although now they could both do stand up in prison. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I just remember, oh yeah, Dave Messerschmitt too. God, everybody, right? Warren Ellis, everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like a me too renaissance. 
Well, let's not equate Warren Ellis with uh, Danny <laughs> Jeremy. There. As, much, I, as much as I hate, no, with Warren, with uh, Danny. Oh, Masterson. with Danny Masterson. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Danny Masterson, like, I don't even know. He was like a monster, apparently. Well, hiding behind yeah. Scientology. Yeah. At least Ron Jeremy doesn't have that backing him. Yeah, I think Warren Ellis was just a fuck boy. You know. Yeah. It sounds like. No, why not? No, why not? So Ron Jeremy, one of the most iconic figures in the adult entertainment industry, was just charged this past week with sexually assaulting four women in West Hollywood. Um, so Jeremy's real name is Ron Jeremy Hyatt. I never knew that. He was charged with three counts of forcible rape, forcible penetration by a foreign object, and one count each of forcible oral copulation sexual battery. If he's convicted, he'll get a sentence of 90 years in prison. I don't think he'll survive that. Prosecutors allege that Jeremy, 67, attacked a 25-year-old woman at a West Hollywood home in 2014. He's also accused of sexually assaulting two women at a West Hollywood bar in 2017 and raping another woman at the same bar in 2019. Jesus. I bet you that bar is probably the rainbow room. Because I don't know. I mean, that's primarily where he hung out. Mm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Apparently, Jeremy would frequent uh, the Rainbow Room, the Abbey, which I don't even know that one, the Roxy, and uh, and several other bars on Sunset Strip, looking for women. Is the Abbey the gay bar or the um, or the goth bar? I forget. I don't know. Oh, wait, is the Abbey the Abbey is the one? It's a gay bar. Yeah, it's in a gay uh, bar. Santa uh, off of Santa Monica. I forgot about that place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I have been there actually. Uh, these were crimes of opportunity, said uh, Marquez, a veteran sex crimes investigator. He takes advantage of a situation with a victim and would leverage his public persona to gain access to the women. What woman would be impressed by Ron Jeremy's public persona? I think what happens, and I remember this happened on The Surreal Life with, um, I don't know who it was. It was like Carmen Electra. And the, the the chicks who were on the season that he was on and and some other chick, I forget. Um, but they were like they'd get drunk and they'd be like, Okay, let's see it. Whip it out. <laughs> yeah, whip it out. <laughs> whip you know. it out. Yeah. So Ugh. I think that probably happened and he took it, you know, too fucking far. You know And they're probably, you know, wasted or something. Yeah. Like I he, bet you like, like he, gave them like G he interprets that as like a fucking invitation to rape, you know? <laughs> so it was Tracy Bingham. And, Tracy Bingham? Uh, who's that? Is she a porn star? She was a model actress. Oh. I guess. And Michelle Cantonella, who was a, I don't know, a Playboy model or something. Well, he was accused of sexual assault by several women the past few years, but also adult film stars like Danica Dane, yeah. Jennifer Steele, Jay Taylor. They've, all, they've, all accused him. He denied that. He denied the allegations. Um, I guess prosecutors tried to charge him in 2016, but they had in, insufficient evidence. Um, in that case, a woman said she was intoxicated at a club when Jeremy separated her from her friends and raped mm. her. But it was insufficient evidence. He also has a Jewish attorney who... Uh, I, I'm surprised he has that much money, but he must have some money, you know? I mean, the guy does... Well... I highly doubt he's sponsored now, but I'm sure he has some money. He does but, appearances. I'm sure he makes good money doing that. Yeah, he, you know, he does. Yeah. Uh, he When I worked at Centerfold, that's where I first met him, Centerfold Strip Club in uh, San Francisco, he did an appearance there. It was really weird because it was like, 
he's not a feature entertainer. He's not a stripper. He just kind of came out on stage and like spanked the girls. And yeah, just I think that's probably why he started doing stand up because he's like, fuck, I should do something to justify me getting paid like two grand to just show up for an hour, you know? Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. When he came around like the rainbow, everybody's like, holy shit, Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like this troll just kind of walking around. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe was, when he was hanging out with him, he's like, God, that guy is so fucking gross. Just even like the way he breathes and he smells gross. His mustache. His disgusting you know? mustache. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Jeremy uh, showed up. He showed up in court. This is great. Just wearing a black T-shirt. It looked like, it looks like Spawn on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Shorts and like boat shoes didn't speak to to reporters, but his attorney Stuart Goldfarb uh, said that uh, Jeremy actually is being. How do you know held. he's Jewish, D? That's kind of. <laughs> I'm extrapolating here. Yeah, uh, okay. Jeremy uh, is being held in lieu of six point six million dollars bail. Goldfarb says Jeremy's innocent, completely innocent. And he's questioning the timing of the charges. He says, "Quote." He has never in his life had sex with a female through force or duress. He said Gold that Farb could be like a you know a tall, hairless, uh, Teutonic gentleman for all you know, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's I guess it's a bit of a stretch to assume that he's Jewish and maybe even mm-hmm. a bit uh, you know a bit racist <laughs> or something. Uh, Goldfarb claimed that Jeremy had been sober his whole life. Doubt that's true. Um, and he said that the most recent assault that took place at the Rainbow. Bar and Grill, where Jeremy's known to be a regular, could be disproven with video footage, but he didn't elaborate. So it'd be interesting to see that. But he previously he mentioned that he previously advised Jeremy to have women sign a piece of paper that says you enjoyed yourself after sexual encounters with the porn star. Would that hold up in court? That, oh, she signed, what did it say again? Goldfarb said that yeah. he would advise Jeremy to have women sign a piece of paper that said you enjoyed yourself after having a sexual encounter with a porn star to protect him against future allegations. Yeah, no, no. It doesn't, Does that, yeah. it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no. Um, so one of the uh, most recent... Uh, if they were f- felt threatened enough to, you know, uh, get raped, then of course they're going to sign a fucking thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, oh plus they might be completely inebriated and they wouldn't even know what they're signing. Yep. You know, and who knows what he what says to get them to sign it. Um, a 24-year-old Washington woman filed a uh, civil lawsuit in 2017 against him. According to this suit, she was a college student who was working at a KISW, which is a Seattle radio station. Uh, she claims that Jeremy fondled her breasts and buttocks and that he forcefully digitally penetrated her and then after he did that, after he forcibly finger blasted her, he leaned forward and he said, did that give you goosebumps? Yeah. Which uh, she found quite disturbing. He's also accused of putting his mouth on her breast in the lawsuit. Um, during one of the attacks, he brushed away one of his own handlers, which is a thankless job. Could you imagine being Ron Jeremy's handlers? Like, just being one of his... I couldn't even imagine. I Just having to deal with him to do a fucking interview on the show was just... Mm. Ugh. The worst. Did that give you goosebumps? The beloved series of children's horror books by R.L. Stein. <laughs> well, yeah, he could be a creature from that, though. <laughs> you think about it. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, it's like a troll only the <laughs> protagonist can see or something. Yeah. During one of the attacks, Ron Jeremy brushed away one of his own handlers saying, I'll be done in a second. Get out of here. Um, so Ron Jeremy denies all the allegations. He said they're pure lies and buyer's remorse, which I don't know who would buy that. But he says, I have never and would never rape anyone. All these allegations have been investigated by police and dismissed by judges. And most of them have just been groping. Mm. Who doesn't grope people? It's like, well, (laughs) come on. Goldfarb said his client denies touching Brody's genitals. He absolutely denies that. And he never put his finger into her. Goldfarb also added, I don't know if he pulled her shirt down. Jeremy can suck his own dick, right? Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And I don't know if or that's he used to be able to at least. Well, I don't know if it's from flexibility or just having a really big dick, right? You know? Right. Um, I've never seen any anything with him in it. So you've never seen a porn with Ron Jeremy? Nope. How is that possible? Because a, it, it, well, I wouldn't be interested in that kind of porn anyway. And B, I'm not going to watch old porn. Watching old video, I, it's hard for me to do it sometimes. And <laughs> well, you sound like I could probably go through it. the entire alphabet as to reasons why I haven't, you know? I, I just feel like it's unavoidable. Like, I remember as a kid. So avoidable. Absolutely well, avoidable. I just remember as a kid when you didn't have the internet, it's like you'd get, you know, a porn from like your friend's divorced dad. And it was like one of those porns that's like six hours of porn. Remember those videotapes? Like six hours of porn. And Ron Jeremy would be in like 10 of the clips, like 10 of the scenes. It just was inevitable. He no, was in I didn't every get 80s I, I, porn. The, the, the best I was able to do is Caligula. Oh, that's like a classy one. That's like erotica. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, Ron Jeremy just did gross, disgusting, like yeah. fat liners. I never saw that one. It was just like, he just did every single porn that came out in the 80s. There was a scene with Ron Jeremy. He just got like progressively more disgusting as time went on. I kind of wasn't ready for porn in high school, you know? You know, work your way up to it. Yeah. I think I had like, one of my friend's divorced fathers had like a stack of porn. I think I, my friend was like, yeah, you could buy this one. And I bought like one of the, it was like six hours of porn scenes mm-hmm. and I had it and I was always really nervous that it was going to get stuck in the rabbi's VCR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was always really nervous about it. I still watched yeah. it anyway. Um, Goldfarb added, he said that his client's innocent saying that women often line up and there's mutual touching. It's mutual touching. He goes, in many cases, they pull out their breasts so he can autograph their breasts. So is that is that groping or is he just doing his job and writing his autograph? If they offer <laughs> it, uh, to him, sure, it's fine. You know, he says, uh, "I don't know if he pulled his shirt down." But that's that's an invitation to write on the breast with a sharpie, not grope the it's breast and put a, yeah, your mouth it's not on it. Invitation to do anything other than that. So he says, "I know he may have touched her breast. He may have kissed her on the back of her neck." But that's, he's been doing this for 40 years. Never been a problem. She came back after, said she, she touched her and was doing a selfie with him. In fact, if she felt it was inappropriate, maybe she should have said something. And believe me, he would never have touched her because he's a gentleman. <laughs> he's a gentleman that's been banned from the AVN Awards and the Exotica Expo. The biggest, uh, you know, porn events in the U.S. 
kind of says something about him. All he did was kiss the back of her neck and um, suck hard on her clit like a <laughs> straw in a thick chocolate milkshake. You know? <laughs> oh, he's such a vile yeah. creature. It's just yeah. funny that when you see something like this, it's like, yeah, I am not surprised at all. I'm mm. not surprised at all. In fact, I could even show you a picture of uh, that uh, Joe took at the rainbow of his his hands in this girl's shirt. Mm. It's drunker. Not surprised at all. However, that being said, I mean, the guy is like a creature from a bygone era. Yeah, you know when the, when that behavior is acceptable. Do you remember? So. Um, oh my god, I can't remember what it's called. The cartoon with the fucking the milkshake and the fries and the fucking oh, uh, meatball. Yeah, I never liked I that one. Aqua Teen Hunger Aqua Force. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Their yeah. neighbor. Their neighbor is Ron Jeremy. Their neighbor, Carl. Well, he did the voice in that, or is it just... No, he's just that guy. Oh. He's kind of an archetype <laughs> of just this, like, kind of... Disgusting. Bloated, gross, mustachioed scumbag, you know? <laughs> who just wears, like, stained sweatpants and listens to Foreigner, you know? Did you ever see that depressing documentary about him called Porn Star? No. It's basically just shows his life. It's really sad. It's just like it just shows him like, you know, that he doesn't really have any real friends. He just shows up at all these different, you know, porn shoots to get food and try to talk to people. No one wants to deal with him. But the best part about it is they have this like super cut of girls talking about Ron Jeremy. And like one of them, I forget which one it was. It's just like, I have two stipulations in my contract. I don't fuck animals and I don't fuck Ron Jeremy. It's just like, well, <laughs> I imagine a lot of them do that. Ugh. Anyway, what do you have here for the second story? Pedophile hunter jailed after another group unmasked him as child predator. Is that a Mark Lanigan song from Screaming <laughs> Trees? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's a... It's a, it's a an album where Mark Lanigan does Johnny Cash covers that no one asks for. Huh. Oh, yeah. Aren't actually good. Johnny Cash covers. So I, I can see that being nice. successful. Mm-hmm. A vigilante once spared jail over his role in confronting a suspected pedophile has been locked up after oh, locked up himself after being exposed as a child sex predator by a similar group. Bum, bum. <laughs> Wait, so the, it's like, like the tables have turned. Yeah, this yeah, is like yeah. Inception. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's a pedo hunter. Yeah. And he's probably respected in his pedo group, but then another group found out that he's actually a, a pedo posing yeah. as a pedo hunter. That's right. Yeah. Man, so many different Imagine levels. Imagine if he showed up to like meta. The, the pedophile and then the other group showed up at the same time. <laughs> to confront him <laughs> see you know what's weird about the uk this is the uk yeah. right yes what so what's weird about the uk i wouldn't even be attempting to say pedophile if this wasn't spelled the uk way pedophile. And, and in fact i can't even say it anymore like it hurts me to say pedophile, pedophile. pedophile. but why. the uk they have all these like vigilante pedo hunter groups here we just have chris yeah. hansen that's it. You know, the he's Chris Hansen. That's it. Yeah. That's the guy. That guy catches all the predators. Yeah. But in the UK, it's like, that's like a pastime. That's like a, like a social club. That's right. Let's go yeah. hunt pedos. Well, there's a lot of rain. You know, maybe, maybe that's what, yeah, you know, a lot of rain. So. Shitty food. Um, yeah. So, uh, 
Paul Tong, 34, sent a string of sexualized messages as well as pornographic clips to a decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl named Gracie over the social media app Nearby between uh, in, in, in 2017 and 2018. Was Nearby the one that you use? No, I use Nextdoor. Nextdoor. <laughs> I don't know what Nearby is. I've never heard of it. Uh, you don't talk uh, to 12-year-olds on, near, on why Nextdoor. Why would I talk to... You? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> they don't even have children on that. It's just like people like, oh, oh. I, uh, should I call the police? I, I think I just saw I just saw um, a Hispanic man with a machete. And it's like, yeah, that's a gardener. He's cutting the palm trees. <laughs> you moron. You know, I bet you there's a lot of boom pillars on that. Yeah, now it's mostly people fighting about masks. But oh, okay, it used right, to just right. be people mistaking gardeners for burglars. You know, that's mm. pretty much what it is. Um, so... Uh, in one message, uh, I like this idea of like a decoy, you know, posing as a 13. Well, I just imagine like when Bugs Bunny would dress up like a fucking hot chick to kind of like trick Elmer Fudd. I think it's kind of pathological, personally. Mm. Like this guy, yeah. there's a guy pretending to be a 12 year old girl to try to get a guy mm. to send him his pictures of his dick. It's weird. Yep. I mean, I. I understand that they think they're doing something lawful or, you know, altruistic or something, but it's like at the same time, it's kind of weird, dude. That's a weird hobby to have. It is. You know, I long for the day in the future when we can just make uh, sex robots and then he's actually fucking the uh, the underage sex robot and then it like traps his dick in there and has like a <laughs> siren. It's like, ur, ur. It has like lights. And it's like, you've been caught by, you know. <laughs> and, and you have a choice. You either rip, cut your dick off, or you just wait for the authorities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I, can't, oh, I can't get it out. <laughs> God, that would be the worst. Yeah. You've been caught by Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Buck Rogers robot? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking oh, that up. God. <laughs> You've been caught by Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. It Please is Twinkie. It's Twinkie. Twinkie. T W I K I. Not Twinkie. Twinkie. Please stop resisting. I mean, <laughs> I'd get caught by Twiggy any day, any day of the week. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, in one message, Tong from Bolton told the undercover investigator, "I would." I will warm you up by stripping you naked and putting my body against yours. Do you want <laughs> to get naked? <laughs> Is that Boris Johnson that said that? Uh, <laughs> yes, that's him. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, God, what was the, who was it's the really prime minister sexy. like during Bush 2? Oh, Blair. Tony Blair. Oh, he was God. the guy. He had like a catchphrase or something when he was young, and it was like, "Hello, ladies," or something. <laughs> Look it up. Look up Tony Blair catchphrase. <laughs> Tony Blair had a catchphrase. Catchphrase. Yeah, and it was like it was something really dumb. It was like, "What's up, ladies?" Well, like, what, who's the other guy? Was it Gordon Brown who fucked a pig? Yeah, that was him. Yep. <laughs> um, new labor, new danger, demonize. He had a lot of quotes. I don't know. Oh, I can't find it. I, maybe I 
Maybe, maybe I imagine. Maybe you're just it. putting words in Tony Blair's mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I'm not putting like a dead pig dick in there, you know? So. <laughs> My God. All right. Well, so where were we in this great story? Right. Um, the offenses put him in breach of a suspended sentence imposed in 2016 after he joined a man and woman in assaulting an innocent stranger suspected of hiding a young boy in his home after being spotted handing out sweets to children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, wait. Was this a pedo hunter, like, sting operation? Yeah, they were, yeah. I don't know why he was suspected of hiding a young boy in his home. (laughs) I don't know if there was actually a kid missing or if they just assumed. But But I I guess don't give out candy to children. Yeah, was this like a um, Jimmy Savile type just going around whether, giving out whether candy? Whether you want to have sex with them or not, it's not a yeah, good idea. They, they, yeah, don't. I don't yeah. even like to go near children. No. I don't even like to, yeah. They're disease cauldrons. They are. They, they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're disease-ridden. Mm-hmm. I just don't even like to have them around. Fucking yeah. economic burdens. That's right. Um, Steal my Jew gold. They do well. Yeah. yeah, And they don't move out anymore. They just... No, they stay forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, they because and this guy was innocent, and they just fucking. Oh, the guy. Wait, the guy didn't have a kid in his house. Yeah. Yep. So he was just some benevolent old man who's just like, Here's some ribbon candy. Have a I don't know of any scotch. details about him, but yeah, that might be what it is. During uh, that yeah. attack, one of them shouted, "If you're in there, open this door! Open this door, you pedophile!" <laughs> <laughs> Open the fucking door. And then Tong uh, kicked the door down, causing 500 pounds of damage. Wow. Yeah. The victim yeah. was also punched in the face during the scuffle and was later treated for a fractured cheekbone along with cuts and bruises. <laughs> <laughs> we're, ki- we're going in. Breach the door. You know, beat the shit out of this. Talk about projection out. here. Yeah. Jailing yeah. Tong. Real quick, do they wear like uniforms? Like, do they wear like berets <laughs> or like satin jackets? Like, pedo hunters. I don't think so. The no. only video I've ever seen of that is remember that one with the guy with the giant, like, fucking uh, psychic head? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the, that was yeah. one of my favorite videos. Yeah. And then he's like by a fence. Yeah. He's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Like, you're a pedo. <laughs> Yeah. No, I didn't do anything I, wrong. And then I he starts just crying. To take her out for a drink. She's, she's 12 years old, mate. You don't go. <laughs> I, I just no wanted idea. to take her out for, for coffee. It's like the child murderer in fucking Fritz Lang's M or something like Peter Lang. Oh, I just, I was just talking to her. I'm, I'm lying. I did something stupid. Um, uh, he's got this like abnormally shaped head too. It's weird. He, yeah, he looked like a like a fucking you know like a, a psychic alien in like a nineteen fifties <laughs> sci fi movie. <laughs> you know, like Mars Attacks or something. Yeah, like I thought he was. Remember, I thought he was gonna just like fucking uh, psychokinetically explode them with his mind <laughs> while they're talking. To him. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, he had earlier... Pl- Wait, this is... Okay, yeah. So, uh, jailing Tong for three years and four months at Bolton Crown Court, Judge Timothy Stead told him, 
the hypocrisy of your offending in light of the facts of the previous offending is something I cannot completely overlook. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> wow. Um, and I'm assuming that's this time they're sentencing him. <clears throat> yeah, so they're sentencing him to three and a half years, basically. So now is the other, like, do these pedo hunter gangs like hate each other? Like, are they in competition? Wait a minute. It says he had earlier pleaded guilty to engaging a child in sexual activity and attempting to cause a child to watch a sexual act. Wait, this is before he kicked down a door. I think it might be. Hmm. It might be. Yeah. So this guy has a history of pedophilia. Yeah. Hmm. He did. The, the lady doth protest too much, right? Apparently. Yeah. I just wonder if these like different pedo groups ever work together to catch pedos. He's known as Lady G. <laughs> God damn you for that. It's my ladybugs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, ugh. Yeah, so this guy's gonna. This, this, he, he got taken down by a rival pedo hunter group. I that's still right. find it just bizarre that the, in the UK, that's like a thing. It's like you know we have like chess clubs here and D and D clubs. There, it's like you know there, it's like yeah, we're gonna go hunt pedos. It's a two billion pound a year industry. Huh. Um, no, it's not. The court heard that a self-styled pedophile hunter group calling themselves Redemption launched the sting operation in November 2017. They set up a fictional profile on nearby named Gracie and Tong first made contact that fall. Prosecutor Jonathan Savage said, it was clear from the very beginning that he was speaking to a 13 year old girl. The sexualized communication started quickly. So, mm. I wonder if they ever knew. beat these guys with phone books. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you like to see, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I think the, yeah. what the pedophile hunters are doing is good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing with what they're doing. Well, I think you've said that before, D, and now you kind of have a point just because it's like he was so into this because he was a pedophile, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think... It's like I a shy was, Melanian twist there, right? Yeah, I think he was just kind of like projecting to try to, you know, Kind of going undercover in a way to yeah. deflect any kind of blame or suspicion. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like jacking off the child porn. CP. What? CP. Why do you say that? Why do you say CP like that? I don't what know. What does that mean? I mean, I know what it stands for, but why do we need to abbreviate it like <laughs> that? Because it's too hard to say child porn. Uh -huh. Just CP. Is, okay. is that is that like a is that like a is that what pedo hunters say? Do they say CP? Which is like, I, I just, this, that stands for so many different things. And I'm like, what else does it stand for? Colored people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's right. I guess I, I, guess I, I didn't think about yeah. that. So if you're ever talking, to, you know, if you're, if you're like chatting online with uh, George Wallace, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. You know. Yeah, because everybody says colored people. <laughs> CPT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, we got um, off track here. During the exchanges, Tong sent a photo of his erect penis, described God. how he wanted to have sex with the schoolgirl, and asked if she wanted to watch porn. 
Do you think uh, the pedo hunters, when they finally get the the dick pic, they're just like, yes, you got them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's the, you win. High you fives won. all around. High yeah. five, yeah. It's like you won, did it. And then they and then the uh, the they hit the siren and then jump down the uh, pole. <laughs> yeah, they fire slide pole. down the pole yeah. out of the treehouse, yeah. yep. put their berets on, just yeah. bash the door down. <laughs> we got you, you pedo, you fucking pedo. The prosecutor said. The conversation continued for some time and sent her a picture of a house, suggesting she turn up to meet him there. He then said maybe they should wait until she was older. By that stage, it was decided that the information should be passed on to police. The vigilante group then turned up in his front garden <laughs> and put details of the conversation to him, which he denied before he was arrested by police. Do we, do they have a, do they just read a transcript of the email exchange? That's what it sounds like. Wow. They're like, look, we got screenshots. Let's read it. Let's do a live performance of it on your front lawn. I, I wonder if they, they must have meetings where they map out like Operation Tongue Takedown or something. Like they must have like names for the operations. They probably plan it out. Yep. Yeah, what, so, so what's weird. the actual charge here? Does it say? It's, it must be um, uh, sending the dick pic. That's what got him. Well, right. I mean, isn't that the and same that, thing with, with Hanson? It's like oftentimes they didn't, they didn't do anything. Well... They exchange lurid messages. That's a yeah. You don't want to be yeah. Yeah, you can't be sending dick pics to fourteen year olds to twelve right? year olds. But I mean, Anyone, it's not really. a twelve year old though. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless they're asking for one, you know, and uh, you know, and they're sending you one, maybe then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and you're uh, on Grinder. <laughs> right. The court heard the confrontation was viewed 43,000 times after being live-streamed on social media. Oh, so it's like yeah. public shaming. Yeah, probably on Facebook Live or whatever. Man. Tung, Tung later told police he had been stupid and would regularly delete the app so his partner would not find out what he was doing. What the fuck is this app? <laughs> yeah, what is is this like a pedo what, app? Yeah, what what's it called? <laughs> nearby. Nearby. Yeah. It's like to find children. Yeah, like that, that, are nearby. that implies like, oh, if his partner saw it on there, that it means like, you know. That's... Chat meet friend. It's uh an app for making friends. That's weird. Do you, would you be weirded out if like Jared was into the doing this? Had a making friends app? No, if he just was going online, pretending to be like a twelve-year-old girl to get guys to like reveal themselves as a pedo, and then busting them <laughs> like Batman. <laughs> Not if he was if he was do like I could see him doing doing that as like research for a book, you know, like where he's like, I need to get in the head of a pedophile hunter, so I'm going to. I, I could see him doing that because you know, he's an author. But if he yeah. wasn't writing a book and he was just into it, like that was his hobby. No, I'd be very weirded out. I <laughs> mm. <laughs> really get into stuff. So, yeah, I'd be concerned. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so, right. So, uh, his partner would not. So, this guy had a lit partner. Who knows what it is, but he was a 34 year old. It's a confusing a term. Is it a yeah. woman? Is it a man? Yeah. Right. 
partner usually implies man. But not always. Not necessarily. Yeah, not necessarily. Like, just a woman if they're not married, you know? Yeah, but how often um, do you ever say, like, my life partner? I, well, in news stories, I see that all a lot. Because yeah. news stories are trying to be whatever, you know? Well, I think it's after a number of years. It's like, you can't say, oh, it's, she's my girlfriend. Right. You know? So it's like, you're going to have to be like, oh, she's my partner. But I just never wanted to shell out the money to marry her. Defending... <clears throat> Mar also, it's nice to hide whoever's identity it is, you know, not mm. give out even the gender. Yeah, because so. at that point, there's going to be a divorce. So it's like, I yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. want to. <laughs> yeah. uh, defending Martin Pizzi said, the defendant accepts the contradiction between the circumstances of his previous conviction and this offense. Wait, a, wait, a, this is why you don't get a public defender. My God. <clears throat> when you get like he two months in prison. He accepts he had the conversation and has since reflected on his motivation for it. He had no intention of meeting her and made no effort to set up a meeting. <laughs> the defendant accepts he did something wrong and he wasn't in a state of denial when spoken to by police. He accepts full responsibility and that he needs help. He is genuinely sorry, although he except that, accepts that is no excuse. Tong was also ordered to sign the sex offender register. I didn't even know they had one over there. That makes it sound like a giant book. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, boom, like they it, open yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Page 978. They got a little pen on a chain. <laughs> yeah. And was made a subject of an indefinite sexual harm prevention order. So, wow. Boom. All right. Boom. So kudos to the pedo hunter group that bagged that one. Yep. Way to go. You know? Way to go. Some bragging rights. Mm -hmm. Man. Well, glad they got that. That is weird. I mean, he's, uh, they're unmasking the, the pedo hunter is pedophile. It's like, it is kind of like Inception. Isn't that kind of pretty much the premise of Inception? Like DiCaprio? Yeah, that's exactly the premise of Inception, yes. <laughs> if, if I recall, like Mandela mm. effect, you know, affecting my perception, I would say that's pretty much what, what that movie is about. Okay. Which is good. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, people send your stories. Take around podcast, gmail.com. We have some phone calls coming up next. 323-522-4032. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. to your sex life, go to adamandeve.com. You'll get 50% off your purchase, free shipping, two adult DVDs, and a product so sensual, we can't even mention it on this podcast. No, no. Just type the coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout.
So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, this first one, Harrison, you're gonna you're definitely going to concur with this guy. Um okay. I think you will will agree with him wholeheartedly. Mm. G and Lance. Hello. This guy doesn't even know that Lance hasn't done the show in like five fucking years. Dudley Moore. <laughs> you know, it kind of sounds like him, doesn't it? Mm. A long time caller. Long time caller. Get it right, son. Long time listener. Long time listener. And I haven't called in a long time. Is what I was Apparently he hasn't listened a long time either. This is the biggest weirdo I'm, I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I, I, it could just be I, I'm in a weird state of mind right now, but my God, what? He sounds what? really weird. Come on, get it right, son. Get it, it right, right, son. Oh, my God. All right. It's Arthur. Mm. <laughs> I, say, I did call not too long ago, but was it monitored? Is he putting on an accent? I can't tell if he has a British accent or not. I, think I, he's a, I, th- I don't think he has a British accent. I think he's an American guy. That's just okay. weird. Okay. You know, he's probably being hunted by pedophile hunters right now. Yeah, he sounds you like know? he has psychic powers and a big head. <laughs> he has a big mm. head. I just want to take her out for a drink. I was trying to find that clip. I can find it. Using a jokey voice. Quite rightly so. Be yourself, son. Talk with your own voice. Uh, I do want to say thank you so much for restoring hope by playing Public Enemies, uh, Burn Hollywood Burn, a, a favorite of mine since it came out in 1990, because uh, I was I was getting a little uh, concerned about the musical choices. It was very sort of Hawkwind-esque, uh, proggy, uh, gypsy, fairies, where boots kind of shite. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wait, and- what did he say after Hawkwind, <laughs> proggy? He said gypsy, wind-esque, fruit. What? No, fairies wear boots. Oh. Like uh, Black Sabbath. What songs mm-hmm. is he talking about that were proggy that we chose? I don't know. I mean, I guess you pick out some random ones every now and then, but I don't think mm. I've ever had anyone complain about the music. But hey, yeah. who knows? I mean, it's not everybody's cup of tea. I was, out, was on board with this weirdo up until now. I feel, I feel like he's referring to like probably some of my picks. I'm assuming he probably is. However, what a piece of shit! I would be willing to wager that you have a, a mm. better musical taste than uh, Dudley Moore. Yeah, but who knows? Way, uh, I wanted to uh, also that? comment about oh. the uh, Harrison's oh. remark right at the end uh, after uh, after Public Enemy, which was uh, the hatred for the acapella. I have to sincerely agree. I, whatever I'm doing at the house, whatever silly little art project or cleaning or painting or whatever it might be, I leap towards the phone as soon as I hear that fucking horrendous acapella. <laughs> the disgusting, repugnant, soulless white woman trying to sound as if, I don't know, what the fuck, some sort of female barbershop garbaggio. <laughs> what? <laughs> he just said what he imagines garbage in Italian to be. That he was saying garbaggio. That's what he said. Yeah. All right, I can because he said it's. Uh, actually, I'm not going to try to reason yeah, play, why I'll he play said it that. Again. Okay, okay. The disgusting, repugnant, 
soulless white woman trying to sound as if, I don't know, what the fuck, some sort of female barbershop garbaggio. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Female barbershop yeah. <laughs> garbaggio. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> I don't know about Garbaggio. You I know? think I went to that casino in Vegas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Garbaggio. <laughs> yeah, they have a great, like, trash fountain show. Yeah. <laughs> Garbaggio. <laughs> the chips are all hobo nickels, you know? <laughs> what do you picture this guy to look like? Like Bill Pullman. You think Bill Pullman? I'm, you know who I picture... Frank Black from the Pixies, just kind of fat, sort of balding, sweaty. No, I picture him kind of like like Bill Pullman, and he's like, you know, he's got like a smoking jacket on, and he's looking out, you know, from his uh, back porch out into the night uh, uh, across the surface of his swimming pool. I guess I can And then see, he gets frustrated when he hears it and he throws his glass of scotch into the Just fireplace. into the pool because he's hearing yeah. diddle. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I mean, that. I, whenever that comes on, it feels like someone walking over my grave. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. You know, it was like uh, there were some oh. fans that uh, did that and sent it in. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. No, this girl is really... I thought that was something because sometimes there were... Sometimes like Adam and Eve does the ads, right? There's a few ads that like are done by Adam and Eve. It sounds like no, they're, they're not done by Adam and Eve. They're all fans. Sent are you the, kidding all me? In. Yeah, all the fans sent all those in. All even the Christmas one and shit. Yeah, all that's fans. Some fan made that. That sounds really it sounds professional. like a professional voiceover. Yeah, that guy. guy, that guy worked in radio in San Francisco. I didn't know him, but he was a friend of a friend. He was a big fan of the show back in like 2008. And he made us. I still play him because I, I don't know. You know, honestly, we probably need to make new ones. Yeah. Um, I, mean, he, if I, I mean, it's wise to not tell me who those women are because I, well, this I girl, will go burn their house down with fireworks. I forget where it was. It was like, I want to say the University of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But it was the University of Kentucky's like acapella group, and this girl was a huge fan, and all those girls were big fans of the show, <laughs> and so she sent it to us. Was I mean, this sorority? Like, no, they're they're in a. No. You ever see the movie Pitch Perfect? I think I've seen part of it when I was like in the hospital or something. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather like cut my yeah. dick off than have to yeah. watch that, but. Right. A lot of girls like that movie. It's they were like one of those. Like oh, Glee were, Club! They were a Glee Club. It was like a college group of That's girls. That's a Glee that did, Club. That's what they call that. That's Glee Club. They're a cappella, you know. And they compete. They like yeah. she said. So they competed into, or they competed in like in some competition or something, a national competition. And so she said that while they were going to the competition, she said they just recorded that in the car for us and called it in. Yeah, like remember the guy from the office, his fucking uh acapella group was Here Comes Treble. They always have a name like that. Oh, yeah, what's his name from uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they had a really stupid name too. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Yeah. Makes you like hate one time it even some more. girl I remember one time when I was first started hanging around with my sister, she had this roommate who was this chick that was like kinda hot and then I like felt like I could hook up with if I wanted to. But at one point, like we all got drunk, and she was like making us listen to tapes of her college glee club, her college uh. acapella group. 
And I was like, who does that? Did like, get- who, who, who does that? Did you get beyond the point where it's like, I didn't, I'm not, I've lost all sexual interest yeah. in you? Oh, yeah. Like, you're attractive, but I don't even feel anything anymore. I can't understand. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, like, why would it's you weird think feeling. that's okay? Why would you feel like that's okay? Yeah. My God. I never understood that. It, 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 it violates my very being. So, please, please, can we get rid of that? Am I, am I going to have to call in and, and do my own little take? That would be great. Something to replace? You should I do mean, that, Deadly. The brilliance of, of um, what's his name? Smoking a fat one with Carl Sagan. Um, Stephen Hawking? The dearly departed, the deceased scientist. Who, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. His name yep. is temporarily escaping me. Uh, that is, Did Stephen Hawking smoke a fat one with Carl Sagan? Yeah, that's what it says in the fucking ad. Oh. <laughs> Guess yeah. I never really pay attention to those ads. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is what we need. That kind of, that is perfecto. A little craft work and then excellent timing. Just well edited, well put together. Please erase that fucking horrific unlistenable garbage. Garbage, yeah. All right, fellas. Keep it thick and wrong. And uh, let's have a little bit more of the robbing of the dog. Cheerio, chaps. A bit more of the what? Robbing of the dog. What's that a reference to? That's a reference to ages ago. It was like when I first started doing the show and I had trouble understanding some of the Scottish people that called in. And somebody was calling in and said, uh, it was like a, a, a rub and tug, a rub and tug. And I oh, thought and I thought he was saying Robin, d- robbing dogs. And I was like, why would they be robbing dogs? <laughs> dogs don't have anything worth stealing. And know? it was a rub and tug. Yeah, it was a rub and tug. So. Oh, okay. So that's you a know, deep cut. That's a deep that cut That is a right deep there. cut. That guy's mm-hmm. like, he's a he's in-depth listener. Um he has a point, though. He threw three glasses of scotch into the fireplace while making that call. So. <laughs> um, he has a point, though. Like, you know that guy that does the remix of your headlines? Yep. That guy's offered to do a bunch of Adam and Eve ads for us, but we, we you have to give him, like, uh, the copy. You have to just read it, mm. but without any oh. music bed, so he'll just okay. be able to take it. The copy? Which ad? Which copy? I don't know. Just the generic Adam and Eve one. Well, send me one. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to do that. But thank you there, Dudley Moore. Um, I might play that this week, though, just because it's funny. Mm. Should I? <laughs> you know what? You probably should so people can hear it right before. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right just before. do it. I'll just, yeah, yeah. Are you just going to deal with it? <laughs> I can, I might- yeah, I understand what he's talking about. Like literally running across the, you know. Literally running across the fucking. A lot of people hate that one. Oh, it's horrible. I think the one, the thing I hate the most about it is how they're trying to beatbox, sort of like. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) But acapella is not really my thing, you know. Never has been. Anyway, thank you there, Dudley Moore. Uh, We have a uh, a special call here, a very special call from. from FM, who uh, has reached a milestone in his life. 
You know, I mean, we I think we've been there for a lot of his milestones. I hope we're there for mm. the first time he ever gets laid. Right. And I think that'd be great if he could mm. call us maybe during, you know, or after or something <laughs> while he's smoking mm. a cigarette. But anyway, this is a milestone here. Um, so here it goes. Uh, hello, uh, this is uh, FM again. The reason I'm making this call, uh, Dean and Harrison, is because I can finally, uh, officially, give the one call I said I would make all that time ago. And I said last call that I posted that I would make that I finally have my bachelor's accepted to be sent to me for computer science IT concentration. <laughs> I wanted to do this to, I guess, start by just saying special thank day. you for all the things that you have done and do giving, give me, I guess, the uh, confidence for, oh, for just allowing me to, well, I'm, I'm stumped. I'm, I don't know what to say. Uh, I feel so happy to be able to say that I've done it and that now that I can go into this, uh, I guess, slightly uh, busted job market is, uh, I guess, still a harrowing experience. But I guess beyond the thank yous, I do want to say one of the things that I did do today, not today, earlier, was... Do you think FM was a valedictorian? <laughs> like, like I hope not. If you speak for like this. That's not that bad of a speech. Alright, let's, let's keep going. I participated in a Mother's Day little get together with some of my family to right. half celebrate uh, me getting my degree. <laughs> we all came together in our house. And we managed uh, to go play some cards. We all had our own masks and a good, healthy amount of... Wait, you wore your masks in your own house? I guess this is a gathering. Even then, would you even do that? No. Yeah, the other day... I was one over right. I'm surprised FM's family did. My God. You know? Yeah, it's like Pennsylvania. I didn't think they'd yeah. give a shit. Yeah. You know, uh, the other day I went over to Ryan Keeley's house. She had a bunch of people over, and we were all hanging out. No one is wearing masks. No, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't even think. I mean, we're outside for most of it, but I don't know. I understand if you're in, like, you're riding the fucking bus or something. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe wear a mask. Hand sanitizer ready for the cards and our playing. I sadly didn't win this time, but there was a few fun moments, like when my uh, when my uncle playing on the four wheeler, honestly like a like a child, in a good way, I guess. Uh, he uncle ended up Miller. having some strong winds and uh, flipping over. Uh, it was kind of weird when we heard him yell, and we went in the back, and in the pouring rain, he managed to somehow get it underneath him. He was luckily fine, though. Uh, no real lasting damage. And I also found out that my uncle, who is a uh, contractor and does some building, managed to build his own little uh, prepper basement. He is a sort of a... Uh, he built a what? Doomsday prepper basement. Uh, a doomsday yeah. prepper basement. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of good to have one of those in the family. Who goes out and drives a, a four-wheeler ATV in the pouring rain? During, you know, who drives a four wheeler ATV anyway? 
I think it's it's a fun thing to do. Apparently, if you're like rich and you're like go to your house like in the desert for the weekend, you drive them around. Apparently, it's a blast. Yes, I, I, I guess I've never even. I don't even think I've ever known anyone that had one of those. I haven't either. I have the closest like I've known is I've known kids that had dirt bikes. I had dirt um, bikes. I got, you know, my yeah. cousins had a three wheeler. Remember those? Yes, I do remember. And those are really yeah. dangerous. Right. And then my one cousin like yeah. flipped it over and fucked mm. his shoulder up, and then oh wow, yeah. No, I mean apparently it's it's a ton of fun. So huh. it's like a thing you do when you're a rich person, I guess. I so, guess it's kind of cool. Yeah. Conspiracy Thursday that way. And I found out that he has a secret underground little temple thing, like a hidden staircase that goes down. And I found out that he uh, said I could use it if anything were to go awry, which I don't really Fuck believe. But what with the temple? A temple? What so are you talking what? about? Is he, is he a co-leader? What's going on is here, he, FM? Is, is it actually a temple or is he just saying it's a secret passage to like it sounds like a secret chamber okay like i don't know if it's as if it's a but it's like a it's like a temple to kali <laughs> or something like what well, the that's fuck? Why, is there a shrine mm. in there mm. do you have to wear special like ceremonial robes yeah this here's my shrine to kali you can use it on spring break if you want you know like what yeah what fuck? is like fm mm. gonna use it for like a makeout room yeah something like what but you know what, though? It's good to have these doomsday preppers in the family. Because I don't know what I would... Like, my sister, she's not a doomsday prepper. My brother, I would not even want to go into his, you know, shelter. Mm. <laughs> I'd avoid that. So I think it's good that this, you know, he has that. However, I'm curious to know a little bit more about this temple. I know what FM would use it for. He'd use it in, like, a cask of Amontillado situation. He'd be like, mm. you made fun of me when... I went to Trader Joe's, so I hope you like bricks. It's gonna hole them up in the bricked wall. up alive <laughs> underground forever. Yeah. Mm. I figured it was fun. So many different things, like cheese it's in there. Uh, this is a tiny little ramble. I just wanted Jesus. to give you this comment. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Say? Are you kidding and, me? Uh, this is FM. There's cheese it's. That's that's what, what is it? Is. I don't want to know about the cheese it's. I want to know what God the temple is to. You yeah, know? that's what I want to know. I want to mm. know who worships at the temple and do yes. they worship the Cheez Its? Right. Is, is that what? Is it a god of Cheez Its? The gods even... must be crazy. Or something. Uh, right, he calls back with a part two. Okay. Oh, uh, turns out this is actually an, uh, an FM part two because I realized that that wasn't the most important things I had to really say that I had done in the period of time between my last call and now. Uh, I, the real things that I managed to actually do was that, one, I started a regimen of medication. That's what I wanted to get. I, I was scatterbrained. Uh, I realized that the way I was doing uh, my normal mental care uh, was very uh, uh, abnormal, and that I needed something to sort of take the engine off. So after a, ironically enough, uh, a very easy call, I am now on a fun regimen of, I think, Prozac and Seroquel. Very, very tiny. Have you ever done that? You've done Prozac. Have you ever done Seroquel? I've done it. Um, I mean, I've taken somebody else's Seroquel. It, it knocks you the fuck out. Uh, it's like a, it's an antipsychotic, and it's like hmm. you take it before you go to sleep, and it... it uh, 
Cause it like if not, it just it can knock you the fuck out. I've dated a lot of chicks that took it. Um, what's the point of it? Like, what's it supposed to remedy? Well, it's an antipsychotic. Oh, so it it, it helps with bipolar disorder. Oh, okay. uh, I guess it helps even you out. But it's like it's so strong that they also just it's also one of those things they just give to people in prison just to like mollify them. Just to pacify, mm. they have a thing like it's called the Syracuse Shuffle, which is uh, which is like uh, what they call in prison, where the guys are just on so much meds, now. they're just like drooling and just kind of shambling along. They call it the Syracuse Shuffle. It's like Thorazine uh, or something. It's like Thorazine, yeah, it is mm. like Thorazine. I think it's in that family, and then also like it causes like weird weight gain. So uh, I I noticed it with so, like certain people, like they get a weird. Midsection, I call a Syracuse midsection. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right. Well, watch out for that place. FM because I know yeah. FM lost a lot of weight. He wakes up at five a.m. and does like push-ups, like fucking Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. Does know? he? He does. Yeah. He has like a regimen. He has like a thing. He does. It like he gets up at five a.m. Does like push-ups and sit-ups yeah. and pull-ups. I know and this because I was yeah because I was on the Discord and it was like, it was like two like prison style. Yeah, it was like 2 a.m. here. So I was like, what the fuck are you doing up? He's like, I just woke up. Jesus. Fucking weird. Yeah. A small uh, dosage of Seroquel. It's very, very powerful. I have to have to like shatter the pill in half in order to use it. But it actually has been helping me with my natural uh, anxiety and my sleep. And alongside that and that regimen and that medication, I've also been having a regular re-upped scheduling with a therapist. So alongside that, and the Mother's Day, and the uh, thanking you for getting my degree, I am putting my mental health together, and I would say that possibly once this whole thing blows over, I can try and see if I can pull up another bingo game. Do it. Because you were saying about the, uh, about the Discord bingo that you were... Uh, suggesting, I think that would be a lovely, lovely idea, and uh, I would be happy to participate. Uh, anything for, uh, I guess, a good time with non-family members at this point. <laughs> but like I said, FM should hang out with people outside of his family. Yes. Yeah, especially yep. if you want to marry and breed. You, uh, you got to get outside of the family. Okay, maybe not. All right, maybe not. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, were we really talking about Discord bingo? I don't remember that at all. I don't either. But mm. that's a good idea. Should we do that? Yeah, I don't, let's do that. I don't really know how do to play bingo. How do, you, how do you play bingo? You randomly generate numbers or something? But do you pull like them out like, of like a hat or something? And you're like, Well, yeah, normally they pull them out of like a big uh, rolling thingamajig, you know? Or a hat, I guess. Hmm. Uh, but we could just, I don't know, use a generator or something. All right, we might do this. I'm, I'm down it would with be this. Like, it would be like, it's got to be like a themed bingo, right? But you know, we maybe could we could do, do, I have a bunch of t-shirts. We could do like right. sick and wrong, uh, mm. like a, you can win sick and wrong shit. Right. All right, we mm. might do this. All right. I'm saying might because I'll probably forget mm. about it. I'm a little drunk. Mm. Uh, that's really all for now. Nothing much in this uh, this COVID time. Uh, so keep it sick, uh, keep it long, and uh, thank you. Truly. 
Thank you, Truly FM. <laughs> Thank you, Truly. <laughs> Thank you, Truly. But how do you thank someone who has taken you from crayons to perfume? Oh, don't you don't don't get too emotional with I that. I know, one. I know, I yeah, won't. That, I'll try you not you to. get worked up with that. He says he hinted at something early in the call that, that disturbed me where he's like, This is my last call. What? He said that. Or he said something close to that. No, I heard him say something like that, but I think he meant Well, I don't know if he meant this as the last call, because he called in since then. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, this is an older call and I just I forgot. I was to gonna play. say, like, if that's your last call, then Jizzy J- Jake and I are making a detour and we're driving up to Pennsylvania with a truckload of fireworks and we're gonna fuck your shit up. All right. So you boom pill again. Yeah. Just start going off to like some of the impoverished neighborhoods, light them off at like three in the morning. <laughs> Get a fifth of pop off vodka. I don't know fun. if the boom pill would work on that on it. FM because it sounds like he's already taking every pill. Yeah, he's already had every pill. I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Well, thank you, FM, and congratulations. Mazel Tov on the graduation. Yeah. It's always good to have a degree. Not sure if you can use it for anything. I barely even use mine. Do you know how um, I felt when I graduated? How? I felt absolutely nothing. Yeah, same with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I felt the, the funniest thing about when I graduated. Mm. I mean, it was really funny because I lived with Wackerly. I lived in a house of like nine people and like one girl. And it was like pouring rain. It was pouring rain. And my parents came up to go for the graduation. And it was in like the, the Michigan football stadium because I went to University of Michigan. It was the football stadium. It was freezing fucking cold and wet. And like they, they were like, all right, well, we'll see you at the commencement. And I was like hanging out with my brother. And there were a couple... I don't know, there's a bunch of people like hanging out in our house. And they, so my parents left, my sister left. And me and my brother just got high and we didn't even go to the graduation. Mm. Yeah, we just showed up afterwards. Like uh, as my parents were leaving, they're like, oh, that was great. It didn't even matter because you, you don't go on stage. You're just like in the audience because there's like 40,000 people there. Right, yep. You know, it's like, what's the point? I felt absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And then it di- it's meaningless. It really is. I mean, yeah. the only thing that the only thing that that sh- that piece of paper shows you is that you can learn, right? You know, it's like you you can be dedicated for four years and learn. But other than that, I don't think it really matters. No, it doesn't. I've it's noticed not nowadays. <clears throat> no, definitely not now. Yeah. Like I've noticed now. Like I work with people who, it's experience. Like I've worked with producers who never went to school. Sure, but they, you know got jobs either through friends or whatever and work their way up and like they make a lot of money you know i don't i don't think going to fucking school really matters although it is kind of fun i had fun yeah and you get exposed to a lot of you know shit you wouldn't necessarily read and whatever you know so and films and stuff like i mean it makes you a more interesting person i think generally yeah yeah because i've known some people that were really smart but didn't actually go to college and like, like, it, like, and, and it would be, it'd be like you if, if the only thing about you was like uh, misquoting The Simpsons. <laughs> I actually know a guy like that where it's like everything is just like a Simpsons reference, and that's pretty much you know. Well, yeah, because you weren't, weren't exposed to other yeah, things. He's not going to be talking about the, the Cameron, right? Because, yeah, you know, you know, or Otto Preminger. You know, it's right. like you learn that shit. When you're yeah. in fucking college. But all in all, 
I don't know if it's worth it with like you know graduating like fifty eight thousand dollars in debt. To for what? It depends on what you go for, <clears throat> you know. That that's um, true. That's true. I mean, FM's going into wasn't he being a developer or something I, or IT? IT? Oh yeah, that's that's good. Because it's you, good. I mean, you'll it be able. It's not necessary, but it you know it helps. I don't think it's necessary either. I think, mm. I mean, you can get like a two year degree and just get a job and get experience. However, that's a job that will never go away. Right. You know, whereas an English major, absolutely useless. Right. <laughs> it really is. Well, it's like if you're going to liberal arts, it doesn't matter what you major in. You know, broadcast you'll communication, different, yeah, useless. Matter. Yeah. I, I had a. a Double major in English and broadcast communication. Radio was just nothing. <laughs> well, I guess it led to this, maybe. It's not useless. <laughs> it's just a it's just a liberal arts degree. You yeah, know? that's true. It's, yeah, I mean it's kind of and that, that's people the don't thing. major in most people don't major in English because they think they're gonna like you know yeah be like, an English teacher or something. Yeah, exactly. Something to but major in. You just at the gotta si- pick something. At the same time, Mazel Tov FM. I knew you could yes. do it. I always yeah. knew you could do it. I had faith in you. No doubts. I had yeah. No doubts. Congratulations. All right. Last call we have here is Buffalo Bill. Good old Buffalo Bill. Hmm. Um, who also has a has an inspiring message for us all. Okay. Hey guys, it's Buffalo Bill. My depression and night terrors haven't, uh, you know, kept me down today. Today's a good day. And uh, I just graduated university, and I've been looking back, and I realized I've been listening to Sick and Wrong since I was in the sixth grade. That shit is crazy. I love the show. Um, first time anybody ever knew that I listened to the show, I was in high school. Uh, our teacher let us listen to an iPod in class for some reason. I was listening to an episode with... Uh, you were interviewing some porn star. Interview right as you asked a the question, in class. Um, what? She said her his uh, teacher said you could listen to a podcast in class or something. Oh, okay. Is that what you and said? Why are you playing graduation music? Did he oh, because say he graduated? About Is that what he said? But you didn't hear that. Here, I'm rewinding. No, I missed that. Okay. And uh, I just graduated university. Oh, fair enough. And just I'm graduated. looking back, and I realized I've been listening to Sick and Wrong since I was in the sixth grade. That what? shit is crazy. I love that the show. That is crazy. Um, yeah. First time anybody ever knew that I listened to the show, I was in high school. Uh, our teacher let us listen to an iPod in class for some reason. I was listening to an episode with, um, you were interviewing some porn star. And right as you asked the question, or D asked the question, what, what kind of porn do you like? Uh, the kid behind me took took a headphone and put it in his ear. And this porn star went on to talk about how much they really enjoyed tentacle porn and hentai. And I was kind of a loser in high school. I didn't already didn't have any friends. Uh, kind I, of a loser in high school, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a lot has changed since then. That's good. That's right. I've known that guy uh, ever since. We've been uh, good friends. Uh, I've been quarantined in Canada for uh, since early March. And didn't get to graduate or anything. Do you realize this guy was Canadian? I guess I never uh, thought about it. I didn't. I never really thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But it makes sense. Yeah, I never knew that. All right. Well, that's cool. Bad at my school, but, you know, fuck that. Uh, you guys make a kick-ass podcast. Hey, I was wondering if for the song of the week, there was, in the mid-100s, there was some listener called in with their own rap. And I'm going to do my best to recreate it. 
but if you could somehow play that as a song the week, that'd make my day. Um, it was something like, uh, I'm a lunatic with more poison than a scorpion, a necrophiliac. I joined forces with Kaworki, and I get horny when I uh, visit pediatric hospitals and watch six children as I lick upon their popsicles. Obstacles should be overcome if possible, like legalizing rape. Man, that would be phenomenal. One, in the chamber. Two, in the cliff. Give my dick a lick or the trigger goes click because I'm a lunatic. A re- <laughs> but yeah, something like that. Um, anyway, Did you just fart. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Who did? Hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, I heard it. I heard a fart. Wait, you heard him fart or me fart? I don't know. Hey how am I? How am I supposed to know who farted? The I, I can only hear. I don't I think I heard I, I didn't a fart. fart. Let me, I heard let me a play it again. When you, right, right at the end. Ready? Of it. Yeah. Yeah. Give my dick a lick or the trigger goes click because I'm a lunatic. Right, yeah, something like that. That uh, sounded so much like a fart. That's a fart right there. Wait, I'm rewinding it. Okay. All right, ready? Back and to the left. Back right. and to the left. All right, this is it. Let's yeah. hear it. One in the chamber, two in the clip. Give my dick a lick or the trigger goes click because I'm a lunatic. All right, yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> that is... <laughs> Wow, how you did you not ca- that. catch that? Yeah, how did you not catch I that? I don't know. That is something oh I would normally catch. I'm kind of yeah. off my game tonight. It's late. Yeah. I got to wake up early and I'm kind of drunk. Um, Yeah, that was a fart for sure. Yep. It's like yep. a little zipper. It was like. So he said that was a, a, a listener sending a rap? Anyway. And that was keep it. Keep up the good work. Hold on one sec. Uh, Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks, Lizzie. We're not. <laughs> We're not. Um. Yeah, no, I don't remember. That does not sound familiar. The only thing I would think mm-hmm. is that it might be Necro. Do you know that rapper Necro? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Necro. From Detroit. The, Necro's got tighter rhymes than that. Yeah, I think so, um, too. Yeah. No, ne- Necro's from New York. Oh, is he from New York? I thought he's he was a Detroit. Jew. Yeah, no, he's a Jew from New York. Hmm. He's from uh, Coney Island. I guess I, I was say he's yeah. Detroit. Um, yeah, no, Necro is a better rap than that. I don't. I don't. Does that I thought it said it was a fan. I thought he said it was a fan that sent him their own rap. Like well, I think he rap. thinks it's a fan. Okay, I'm not sure right. it's a fan actually, but maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that does not sound familiar to me at all. Mm. But hey, anyway, you think uh, he was valedictorian. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they had like University of Arizona in Canada. But maybe. Isn't it an online university? Yeah. University yeah. of Phoenix, yeah. Where'd you get your degree in there, Buffalo Bill? That's right. what I want to know. Yes. Let us know what uh, what you got your degree in. What do you think? Like, animal husbandry? <laughs> I'm not sure. Probably just communications, man. Yeah. <laughs> communications. That's, that's the good go-to. Yeah. Hey, whatever. Work for me. Anyway, uh, thank you there, uh, Buffalo Bill, and congratulations on the graduation. Yeah. You know, congratulations to everybody that graduated out there. Yeah. I, I think we have kind of were remiss and forgot to mention that, but um, congratulations, FM and Buffalo Bill for graduating. It's a milestone. It is. So it's a bit, it's an important thing. So keep it up there, bros. Yeah. <laughs> Ride that rocket. You're going to go places with that degree. Ride the tiger. Yeah, ride the tiger. 
Anyway, people call the Snick Round Hotline, 323-522-4032. Uh, best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. I know we say this every week, but we mean it. We really do, and we appreciate it. I've noticed uh, the Patreon kind of went up this month, actually. Have you noticed that? Yes. I think it's because new people are like, mm. hey, I want to get some more sick and wrong. And we well, do put out a lot of content. Use the funds to get a GoPro to use on this trip. And that Jason GoPro, mm. that GoPro footage is going to be posted to the Patreon for That's Patreon right. listeners. That's right. That's, I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing that. It's going to be epic. Maybe we should get a private video by a private Vimeo account so we can make it exclusive. Well, that's we, the only way to make it exclusive on there, I think. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm. It's going to be exclusive to Patreon members mm. only. So patrons can go on there and they can see mm. the entire video. I don't know if you're mm. going to cut it or if you're going to make it into like a documentary. You should make it into a documentary. Yeah, maybe I will. I, I'd probably put up some clips, though, you know, along the way. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, maybe yeah, put yeah. some teasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Actually, that's a good idea. We'll make the teasers available on YouTube, but the documentary is going to be on Vimeo. So you have to be a patron to be able to access it. Mm-hmm. And there's probably going to be a lot of nudity. Right. And that's kind of, I kind of, that's what I sort of picture. It's like a Thelma and Louise, Brokeback Mountain, Cannonball Run. It's going to be all over the place. I, I just imagine we're going to be in like a hatchback, like filled to the roof with just nonsense and like a cat running around in there, you know? Oh my God, does he have animals? I didn't even think about that. I think so. I think he's got like a cat or a dog or something. So you got to ride across country with Bird a- Bird dog. One of Jizzy Jake's animals. Yep. Wow, this is going to be epic. I'm quite looking forward to it. I definitely yeah. am. Anyway, if you go to patreon.com slash sick and wrong, not only will we get mm. to see Harrison's cross country documentary with Jizzy Jake, uh, you also get an extra story every week, extra phone calls, and uh, outtakes. I think uh, this past week we actually had Joe Kelly on. So go check it out. We appreciate you supporting the show. Uh, finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Uh, this is dedicated to Harrison. Because uh, Harrison picked this one out. This is a road trip song. I don't know if it's going to be the theme of the trip, but it is a good song. Uh, Shocking Blue, Long and Lonesome Road. They're a great band. They are great. And she was a hot singer, too. She's hot. Uh, They uh, put that, the song Venus, people will know that. Or um, uh, Send Me a Postcard, that was a big one. Uh, But Long and... Long and, and of course, Love Road. Buzz was famous. Oh, Love Buzz by Nirvana. Yeah, but this song, Long and Lonesome Road, is a good like road trip song for you guys, and it's from their album At Home, released in 1969. Damn fine band, Shocking Blue. Anyway, Happy Fourth of July to everybody out there. Have a safe and happy Fourth of July, and watch out for shady-looking guys wearing black suits, pulling up in a black Escalade, trying to offer you free fireworks. Exactly. There's something a little off about that. you got to be suspicious. You know, definitely be careful. And uh, Harrison, good luck on the road trip. Thank Um, you. Yeah, I'm I'm very anxious. I'm I'm just anticipating this is going to be epic. And I probably (laughs) will give you a call uh, midway, or we'll coordinate a call just so we can play it on the show to find out what's going on. All right. So it'll be amazing. Anyway, people will be back next week with episode 746. Till then, take a sleazy.
Where do you derive the authority to regulate human breathing? I ask you this because this is very important. You all are playing doctors, and you're not. And God gave us the very breath that we are to breathe. I would also like to know where do you get the authority to reduce my oxygen? Who made you perpetrators over my life?